can't bust heads like we used to, but we have our ways. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was the style at the time. Now, to take the ferry cost a nickel, and in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. You got a war. You started it. We gonna finish. All right, we're back. Oh, oh. We we had a story ahead. Chris Crude started. We all was, it was deemed it was even the end of this way. It got to be record, got to be recorded. We so, were talking about going to jail. Jail. And yeah. all of us have been to legitimate jail. And then Chris Crude jumped in and said, "I've been to Cedar Point Jail." Oh God! <laughs> I have to hear this. Yes, because I didn't know such a thing even existed. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's in the kit by the Kitty Park uh, where the big arcade is. Oh shit! What did you do? I worked there in the summers, like two summers after high school. This is looking less and less bad, especially since they had this whole thing that they've exposed recently about the rape cases yes. that never get reported. Mm. <laughs> that was in the dorms, and you were on the mainland, so or you were in the... Uh, yes. No, okay. I, was, I was in the dorms, too. Look, you, they, they, there you're was incriminating the, yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Plead the fifth! <laughs> the fifth! Put down the shovel and back away from the hole. <laughs> if, if you do any... If you had any uh, homosexual acquaintances, you knew that the community showers were not to be gone into between the hours of 3 and 4 in the morning. And you... Yeah, I wouldn't have done I don't think I would have done that. Did, yeah, not. did not. Okay. But that's not the point. The point is I got uh, busted for underage drinking out in the parking lot. Oh, oh shit. I got it. And then they took okay, me into the police. They're waiting They're waiting for the Sandusky police to come into the park. Oh, Since yeah. it was after hours, they cruised into the jail and you got taken up by Cedar Point cops. Gave me gave me an official summons. And I had like a year's probation because I had an underage drinking. No shit. Well, damn. I honestly was hoping it was something way worse than that. But <laughs> that's the terrible thing. Way thing worse. That was so much worse. You never know what twist it's You don't. Gonna take. You know. I mean. Yeah, you know, when somebody starts a story, I went to Cedar Point Jail. You're like, hang on a second. Hang on. Let me go grab some popcorn. This is going <laughs> to be hookers and was, Hansel was, and Gretel. It, it, was, it, was, it was my, uh, I had the car and my manager was uh, over 21. I was I was a little bit young at the time. Mm-hmm. So we just uh, closed up shop and jumped in my car and grabbed a bunch of stuff. and was going to come back and party, but kind of. Like everybody does. It's so wait. Point. Uh, so did like an, a fellow employee rat you out or something, or did they, no? And a did, fellow employee got busted for contributing to the delinquency ah, of the minor. Okay, <laughs> okay. Because I kind of wonder. I'm like, because I don't just see the Cedar Point police rolling around. Well, maybe they do roll around on a golf cart, being like, whoop whoop. <laughs> don't make me hit That's you exactly with this flashlight. What it sounded like. Because <laughs> it's a nine millimeter flashlight. You have no idea what else is under my smock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my smock. I, 
<laughs> well, I mean a smock, but that's what I mean in my flashlight. And Don't make me pull out my race. My <laughs> I've got seagull mace, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? This is... Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to make fun of me, but I'm trying to a little did, bit. But but you, yeah, you pretty much did, but well, no, oh, now I just okay. have seagull mace yeah, burned yeah. into my brain. That's your next album. There's your next album. Seagull mace. Fuck a seagull mace. Fuck a seagull mace. Let's make it fun of you. Let's make it fun of you. It's like uh, tribute bands that expect to have more clout than the bands that actually give their heart and soul. For, uh, do I want to go that far? Yes. Uh, yes. Do we want to open the, <laughs> yes, the Pandora's do. box of yeah. tribute bands? Shit. Is that what we're going to do? Because uh, that's a. Have. I yeah. have. Well, you brought up a great point when you were talking about uh, people changing. Everybody mm-hmm. changes. Sure. And yeah, their music will change also. Or it. Or it may not. <laughs> Slayer, Slayer versus Metallica. Yeah. Slayer, same blueprint for 40 years. Metallica changed the blueprint after the first 10 years. And people bitch about the same. Well, when you lose yeah. your best songwriter, you know, yeah, you, yeah. what's going to happen? Your stuff's going to change. You, right. know? you can't expect it not to. Right. And, I mean, just that's the two examples I, I like to give is Slayer, because people are going to bitch because the same album over and over and over and over and over. But then people bitch about Metallica because it's not the same album over and over and over. Yes, of course, the, the best songwriter, the best artist from the band, unfortunately was killed. But should have been Lars. Should have been. <laughs> yeah, Part two should have been Lars. That's going to be the name of the episode, right? <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Now it is. Now it is. What's subtitle? Seagull Mace. Seagull Mace should have been Lars. Should have been Lars Seagull Mace. You know, that is the thing. Uh, Rollins had a bit about Slayer where he would talk about Slayer because it's one of his favorite bands. But he goes, I swear they put it on a block of ice mm-hmm. and every time they just chip them out of the block of ice, they're like, okay, it's still 1986, go. <laughs> and you still buy the albums. I mean, the, the diehards still buy the albums. It's yeah. the same. I'm, I'm guilty. Yeah, I, there's a lot of albums I have of theirs that I'm kind of like, meh. Well, I yeah, look at it. But you still own it. Yeah, but I still own it. Yeah, if you go over the... There's the still binary. one or two tracks that I kind of yeah, enjoy on. There's always something on every album. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's the standout. Half of the vinyl over there is probably Slayer albums. It's just something. And there's a lot of them that, like, yeah, I can definitely skip tracks on. Yeah. But there's always something on, on their albums. I buy a lot of albums that there's only a track or two that really get me. But isn't that worth the price? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this great story. I went to Gromies down in Lima. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> found, found Haunting the Chapel yeah. on CD. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. Picked that up, took it home, listened to it, and was like, this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did anybody ever, how did they get did out of this? Because. Uh, yeah, because I did, of the cover? It, it, I just, it was Haunting the Chapel. I uh, didn't have that one. I still have it. That's. It's not yeah. great. There's still got a couple. I like breaking it out ourselves. So, but yeah, yeah, compared to a lot of their other stuff, it's, yeah. I, I went back to Gromies the next week and took that motherfucker back. Yep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, they keep oh bringing this God. CD back. <laughs> What's going on with it? That's what I told him. I was like, hey, sorry. I shouldn't have bought it. <laughs> I didn't know it was this devil music. Yeah, I can't have I, this I didn't in my know house. Yeah, that's, why, that's why record stores like that are great, though. You yeah. can do the same thing. At, well, you used to be able to do the same thing at Buzzbin. You buy something there and... Hey, you're done with it. Take it back. You know, yeah. I've had a couple of doubles that I've taken back to there, and the blue, blue arrow in the, outside of Cleveland. They do a lot of that. You can buy and sell there. I love that stuff because yeah. it's, it's a dying, it's a dying business for sure. But I've seen it more in the last ten years 
just with the being in vogue again to buy vinyl and new vinyl, but it's funny to watch the, uh, God, we're old, the, the hipsters come in that are just in for the, and they have no idea about the old albums. They're just yeah. in for whoever's, you know, the, yeah. and there's very few and far between new albums. That's a lot of the old stuff, and they're just going through, and you'll see them grab a grate and just, yeah, it's not pretty enough, and they put it back down, and they grab another one, like, oh, there's that, this one's going to get them, and they put it back down, like, oh, you don't know what your ears just missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're in here just to be cool, to because you have a little $2 Crosley uh, <laughs> record player that you bought at Walmart, and you're going to show your, your friends, but... We, we're the elder statesmen that come from the generation that we we were the transition from LP to cassette yeah, and then from yeah. cassette to CD well, we were that generation for all that shit man we went from like a phone on the wall in the kitchen to, yeah. to a cell phone we, are we went kids. from fucking having you know big tube fucking TVs that sat on the floor and when that thing died it, it was like a car it just stayed there <laughs> yeah. and then the new TV on went on top of, of it right. <laughs> right you know and then we oh, shit, and then we had the right. and then we had the computers in that yeah so it's and like when when like when you could get a VHS copy of your favorite movie and take it home and watch that motherfucker at That was the time. greatest thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drive-in movie at your house. Yes. We were the first generation to figure out how to program the VCR, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma calls. It's flashing again. All right, right Grandma. Grandma. Hit the program button twice. Hold it down. It's at 12 o'clock again. <laughs> Your grandfather just started mashing buttons. I don't know what he did. I got it, Grandma. Thanks. We've talked about this before. We are analog kids that learn to adapt in the digital age. Yeah. I mean, my kids, mine is Zeppelin, really. Zeppelin was 93, so yeah. he, he kind of has had both sides as well. But You'll see it with him, though. He's not a, he's not a digital kid. He, he's not. I mean, he knows how to navigate computer and all that, but he's not a game kid. He play a game every now and again. But he's not, uh, I guess a lot of his kids his age, it, it must have been somewhat of my upbringing with him that he's just not that advanced in techie. He's, he doesn't care for it. He, he's the analog guy. He's right? plenty yeah. smart to do it, but he just doesn't care to do it. And a lot of his friends, I mean, they've all got the, the newest, latest, whatever, iPhone and this, that, and the other, and get this app and that app, and ask him what app he's got, and he's like, I just call people on my phone. You know, I share music on my phone. That's about all I do. And the rest of my kids, like Wyatt, every time we're in the car and I can't get Bluetooth to link, figure this out. And two seconds later, here you go. Yeah. Here's a better. You have an IT guy yeah. in your yeah. own yeah. house now. I'm like, how do you know that? I didn't teach you to do that. Yeah, you don't teach me to do anything. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm 12. The internet teaches me. And yeah, I've been stealing your liquor since I was nine. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't be able to put it away. He's a stocky kid, man. I'm scared. He's gonna beat my ass. He's about <laughs> as tall as me. He'd be the first one of my kids that finally get some height, hopefully. <laughs> I hope. But it, it's been awesome. Yeah, all my kids are taller than me too. It's like yeah, they're right? like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Let me bend down to you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. never been said in my house, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, high school five nine. Now I'm like. Five seven tops. And I think all the weight has pulled me. <laughs> I'm compressed. Yeah. The divorce pulled me closer to hell. I, I can tell you that. And the rest have been trying to come out of it since then. But. And gravity's an asshole. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fall down. Don't get up as fast. You just... 
<laughs> tuck and roll, baby. Yeah. Just tuck and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just stay here and go, what day is it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll be good. Just give me a second. I'll come check on me Thursday. So this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's real. It, it definitely, it, Zep started talking about the other day. He's like, I'm starting to notice pains that I never noticed before. I said, well, you're, you're approaching 30. <laughs> just wait. I said, just imagine you're approaching 30. That means you're approaching 50. That shit's going to hurt way more. So your good days are, you're on the decline, man. It's, it's not physically <laughs> yeah, going to get back. Enjoy it now. Yeah, yeah, drink more water. Drink more water. water. Yeah. It's, because it's you're going to end up infantile <laughs> at some point. Yeah. And then you check out. Hopefully, it started out in diapers, <laughs> end up in diapers. Yep. The thing, the thing with uh, another difference between analog and digital age is we've all lived because we didn't have Facebook when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank God. We would be life sentences, I'm sure, yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah I've told some, some shit that definitely would have been the better sheriff would have been out there to be like, we need to talk to your son. <laughs> it's simple. It's just uh, every everything is, is documented now. I mean, your kids go out on a bender, which my kids go out on benders quite often. They live in the big, they both live in Columbus. So they're they have having the time of their lives. One's 25, Dana's 25, and Zeppelin's 29 now, and they're out partying all the time. And Dana, she stays off Facebook pretty pretty much. She's she's kind of quiet with that stuff. Zepp though, he's like, I just crossed the street. I need to let people know what's going on. <laughs> Not that I crossed the street, but why I crossed the street. So he'll he'll post, and it's fun to see his stuff. And other times it's like, oh God, yeah, I'm lucky that all the shit I was going through. He had a, a pretty rough breakup three, four years ago. And he was engaged and all that stuff, and, and things kind of went south for him for a little while. And yeah, he gets put on Facebook because he's venting. You know, that's how you vent nowadays. And you hope somebody will have the ear that you're looking for to talk to. And and I think God, you know, when I was his age, I was going through a divorce, and I lost custody of him and his his sister. And if I would have had Facebook, holy shit! <laughs> if there would have been video uh, exhibit a in the courtroom oh, i'd like to introduce oh, yeah. <laughs> right no. facebook post over seven seven nine seven seven i mean you guys are convicting yourselves i mean because you video yeah, everything yeah. you, you yeah they the kids do man they put everything the latest thing they're doing in toledo i don't know if you guys seen it they're doing the donuts and stuff in yeah, the intersections yeah. yeah and they're on facebook live doing it and the cops are like okay hill and door go go yeah, yeah. And they're like are you guys really that stupid or you know it's like Oh yep. my god. Oh, and the Broadcast. news up there is having a field day with it. I saw them like teenagers were out here doing donuts in the middle of the street. Well, they give them like, content well, yeah, of but, murders. Yeah, yeah. this, yeah. Call SWAT. <laughs> That's pretty you know, ironic. Call SWAT and take an hour and five watched, minutes to, yeah, to, yeah, go, yeah, to go in and get them. You watch what? Tokyo Drift. You know, Fast and the Furious. Why would you do that? Yeah, that's how, how could you do that? <laughs> we, we were just talking about something similar. I just wanted to try and string the conversation along. I just felt I lonely over here. I wanted to talk. <laughs> Nobody was talking to me. I love you, Chris <laughs> It's about family. The show would never be the same. I'm about family. And drifting. <laughs> drifting yeah, is the family. show is about drifting, yeah. Oh, hell. That one's not really too much about family until the end. When it's family. That's when. Familia. That's when Ben pops up at the end. See, you're gonna be shit. He knows. He knows the exact movie. Dan knows everything. About. Well, I used to be. <laughs> I was to admit it, but yeah, I was part of that. Well, not really that culture, but you know, I was into that kind of shit at one point. 
Not drifting so much. But. That was the anti-culture. The first movie I got into because there was a VA-powered Dodge in it. Like, yeah, it was all right, but yeah, there was a certain point you're like, this is so fucking ridiculous. I can't watch this anymore. Wait a minute, yeah. they're going to do it again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Last one we they're going to do it again? <laughs> Wait a minute, the dude There's died like and you're, you're going to make six more? Oh, okay. Well, now, I, I, not that I've seen the seven in between, but then I saw a Fiero with a rocket booster on it. I'm yeah, like, I, heard, I saw that. I, I like, almost oh. have to watch it because it's a Fiero. <laughs> but it's a Fiero, man. Yeah. You know, there's some guy somewhere that was like, I engineered that car. His name is John Callies, and he worked in Faustoria. That's why I'm like, there's a Fiero. I, mean, yeah. I worked at Callies in 94, and I always heard the story about John Callies being working for GM and designing this car. No, it's not worth it. I can't watch the movie. Well, it's it's Fiero. I mean. He had a rocket booster on it. Do you right. listen to right. the book? Right. Callies. Oh, no shit. Good for you. Yeah, the uh, inspection, the air-conditioned inspection room. Now you're going to make me go through and edit that out. <laughs> yeah, <you're> out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn, maybe we'll do. get uh, White Castle to sponsor us. Yeah, no, yeah, that was a long run. Keep talking about White Castle. No, no, that was a long run dream. Man, uh, that was, yeah, that was a good dream, though. That would have been awesome. Oh, those White Castle days. Huh? My, my hookup for uh, Springfield. Shout out to Dale. Yeah, he moved, so. Oh, man. <laughs> he went to Columbus and doesn't work for White Castle anymore, so. Every time I go to Springfield, I'm like, oh, yeah. Dale, to hook me up. He goes, oh, yeah, your family. You get a family discount. I'm like, fucking awesome. Uh, every time we I'm going to regret it later, but I'm going to get the shit out of this You're right now. You're going to regret it about 2.3 <laughs> seconds. But those rat burgers are damn good and tasty. You're barely pulling out of the parking lot. You know, oh, no. Like, yeah, you oh. get diarrhea when they hand it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's fucking great. Dysentery in a bag. It is. It is. But damn, if it don't taste great, man, for a minute, then you <laughs> go through... Like, I need to go to church more. That's why they're called sliders. <laughs> they're all stages of grief. There's something inside of me that right. Oh. I think I need an exorcism. <laughs> yeah, the power of Christ compels you. you. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Too much silence. Too much yeah. silence. Who, there's been too much going on. Where, yeah, yeah. I know. So where do we start and where do we finish? Is what are we not? What do we not say? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Anybody not familiar? I mean, this the NWO Metal Militia podcast started in I think February of sixteen. It actually started when I heard Jeremy came on your guys' podcast and was just talking about what he was doing. I'm like, fuck me, man, that would be cool. Let's just do it every week. And I, I don't know if you remember that or not. It was, I know it was your. I kind of remember. No, he. Some of this. Yeah, he came on here and he was just. The whole thing was just like he was just telling the stories and it was like, wow, this is great. This is we need to do this all the time. And I called him. I was like, that was a great podcast. He's like, thanks, man. Thanks, man. You want to do it every week? <laughs> He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Let's do this every fucking week, man. And it was perfect because I was looking for. I wanted to do a podcast anyway, and I loved the music scene, but I didn't have time to go to the shows like he did, and he did. And you know, and I had the technology to, to do it every week, and it was just like you this is perfect, did, man. Like, let's do this. This is gonna be so awesome, yeah. And it was just like, it worked. It worked perfectly. You did it from February till I don't know when did it stop. I know when you went back to school, but how long did we do that? Six, eight months. Yeah, something like that. Enough to get it up and rolling. And then <clears> I got a hold of you. Dan, yeah. Because I didn't have any idea how to do this stuff. Finding out now, I had all the equipment to do the stuff. I just didn't know how to do it. It's different nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, they made it complicated. It was almost like yeah. podcasting was still kind of new a little bit. And I had never really listened to podcasts when we started this stuff. And now, 
I listen to podcasts about as much as I do. I don't think songs. I even listen to music anymore. That's all I listen to is podcasts. Yeah, it's I, crazy. It, it, depending on the day for me, like at work, um, depending on the environment, if I'm out in the field, because uh, mm. now I work in a control room, I don't weld all the time now. If I'm in the control room, it's quiet. I can listen to a podcast, but if I'm out in the field uh, doing samples or whatever, it's too loud. So I, music always plays louder. <clears throat> but that was the first time I'd ever been interjected with podcasts. And I, I don't even know if it be interesting to anybody and we had quite a bit of traction for a while I mean, yeah. was, and now it seems like everybody's doing what we did and I'm not saying we were pioneers but a bit of pioneers back in 2016 2017 mm-hmm. and and that ended up leading to the, the show you know somebody I'm not going to mention their name got a hold of me about doing the show that local metal show and that was doing a video version of the podcast yeah basically. the video version of the podcast and it's like all I have to do is, is talk I mean and, and talk about my love for music it's, yeah who wouldn't want to do it you know and I talked to my wife I said this is going to be a little bit more traveling than doing the podcast but I think it will fill the void that you know when you had to go back to your thing it, yeah it was definitely like oh what do I do because you were you guys like, that was the show I mean it wasn't just me it was the little stupid comedic act that we all kind well, of fed off because I remember that because you talked to me about coming on board and I was like I'm all for it I'm like but what about this idea why don't we bring somebody else on board mm-hmm. so it is kind of more of a back and forth and yeah suggested when I remember I met with you at yeah. Arby's Arby's yeah, yeah. <laughs> was Arby's the other sponsor <laughs> should be yeah Arby's and White Castle so yeah, it worked. But yeah, that was the thing is I was I was also laid off at the time, so I had plenty of time. Yeah, and when you went back to work, and when I went back to time, I'm like I don't have time to do both podcasts anymore. Yeah, so and this has always been your baby. So because I, mean, I, I was like, dude, I'll teach you, and you're just kind of like, eh, I don't know. You teach you do all that video. This yeah. audio is like nothing, <laughs> nothing. compared to the video. <laughs> right. And now I know that, but back then I wasn't even editing my videos. Oh so right, yeah. I didn't get um, Sony Vegas Pro until. 18 or so and now just this past weekend I got that that was 14 uh, Sony Vegas 14 and I just got updated to 18 so now I'm upstairs before you guys got here trying to learn this new shit to to put two cameras together with an audio and try to do the bands justice and it takes so much time because I'll record their full set so 20-30 minutes depending on you know festivals shortly of course so let's say 20 minutes so I've got two cameras so you put those in there and you try to find the the song because yeah. there's song you know the first song you usually don't want to record you don't want to use that one because they're they're warming up second or third in they're they're usually hitting their stride but the drummer drops a stick or something somebody misses you don't if you're going to put one video out for these guys you don't want to put one that there's mistakes in you just don't want to do that to them it doesn't matter if you know them or not you're trying to do a service and spread this to everybody so you put those two videos together, you link them, which is, without the hand slap, yeah. it's damn impossible to get everybody, you know, otherwise lips are moving off time, and, and, yeah. and you don't want two different audio files yeah. that are just a hair off, because then you get that clap of the, the snare drum, and and then you add the audio with the wave file to it, and that's freaking tricky, but it, I've learned that that makes the video 800 times better with having that uh, uh, Zoom 2, that I, H2 yeah. that I have. That works so great. It really is fantastic for a $200 piece of audio equipment, and you can pack it in on a motorcycle easily. Yeah. And that's what we do. We have two cameras, a couple mic stands, and that. So I've got 
roughly $800 in equipment that I carry with me that not saying I could afford to lose it, but God forbid something would happen to it. You're not crippled entirely. Because right. yeah. I really need better cameras. I need something with low light capabilities that's much better than what I have. Yeah. But if something <clears throat> happens to those, I mean, it's a one-time deal for me. I ain't a rich man, so I keep doing these Zoom videos. But the problem I'm seeing for me is that everything else is evolving. Cameras are getting better. There are more people doing somewhat similar things that I'm doing and their their video equipment's way better. And Just off their phones. Yeah. The phones yeah. are better. Yeah. The audio is usually not. But, yeah. But the video is far better than my cameras are because they have low light capability and shit. So I need to find that transition because you can't stay stagnant in this because people won't look. People won't do... And it's not that I do it for the, you know, I want 5,000 views on this video. For me, I want people to see that band. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. will go, oh, where is That's this That's just what I was going to say, man. How many people take the time and effort to put in to get the footage, to go to the club, to get the footage, take it home, edit it down, find that right song? So not only are you doing it, all that effort, it's the love you're putting into it, too. It's like, now I'm going to do this, I'm going to make them guys look great because yeah. they were a good yeah. band. I want other people to see that. Not the best for, of my I'm going to find the best five minutes of that whole show yeah. and, that and, best represents these and guys for a and show it to everybody. Yeah, for and you. do it for free. Yeah, just, yeah. I've been editing this. It was the first band I saw there, um, Two Screws Loose. They're, they're from the D.C.-ish area, I think. I hope. Sorry, guys. But, but I'm doing it, and, and I, I went through, and I only got to catch like 15 minutes of their set. They were the first band. We got there a little late over there, getting everything set up. Why? I'm trying to explain, give him a tutorial on the camera. So we finally get everything set up, and there's three songs, I think. One was a cover. Don't want to do a cover of them, you know. I want to do one of their originals. And the second song was like, really good and we're like three minutes into it and I'm like hell yeah and a guy walks right in front of the fucking camera and stands there for a <laughs> oh, yeah, no. so I'm like okay this is why you have a second view this is but I was still holding the camera at the time I hadn't given it to Wyatt so you know what the view is right next to the camera they already have I'm like ah oh, man so this guy's standing there and I've got two two cameras I can't if I switch to the camera it's the same view uh. two feet over so I had to go back to the first song which was pretty good I mean, as far they were fine, but just setting up your audio and doing all that. So, yeah, that's a labor of love. If you don't love doing it, there's no way you would do this shit for free. You didn't smash a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I did the. Uh, excuse me. Because then he's recording with a phone because everybody yeah. is. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I, I try to separate myself with. I'm not in anybody's way. Yeah. yeah, I'm always front row, but somebody's gonna be front row, right? Yeah. I mean, so I'm in front row with a camera in front of me, no higher than me, no lower, no out of the way. I'm right here. I'm this dude, so my camera's not interfering with your aspect at all. Now Wyatt, he's running camera two. He's over in the side. He's front row, but he's just standing there. He's not holding it above his head. He's not got you know like a, everybody with their fucking phone. He's got it down at his like belly, and switches the the display so he can see it from where he's at. And then he's just zooming in, zooming out, looking for the action shot. We're not interfering with anybody else. Where that does make a difference, uh, because everybody else at the show has got their goddamn phone yeah. right here above their head the whole fucking time. Went to a Danzig show five, six years ago at the Agora in Cleveland, and everybody was so pissed off. You weren't allowed to have cell phones in. If anybody <laughs> saw it, you're gonna get yeah. out of there. And everybody loves the shit on Danzig. It's easy, easy target. And it was him and Prong, and we went in there, and I was kind of bummed because I wanted to get some footage, and I, I did get a little bit of pocket footage, whatever, but 
it was the best show I'd saw in years because that was gone. Yeah. Mm. And you can say what you want to say about him, but it was fucking great because of his decision that, man, just come and enjoy the fucking show. Don't yeah. record it. And you're never going to watch this shit again anyway because half the shit recorded, especially from a phone, has got symbols of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Proof is in the pudding, though, man. Life is better without your fucking phone, man. Yeah. Put it, it down. Is. Put it away. Go... Go do some life. And it's the you know, lessons given to Wyatt at shows. We're into the show. I got my camera going and say I want to I want to link something into the... So I back off. I get away from the camera. I go back behind everybody to get on before I even touch my phone. Because I don't want anybody thinking I'm texting somebody. or I don't want those guys to lose the energy they're given. Mm-hmm. Because they think, dude in the front row with the camera doesn't even give a fuck. He's just... Right. He's on his phone checking Facebook right now. <laughs> so, I'm actually networking at the time, but you don't know that. Yeah. They don't yeah, know that. Right. So I back off to where I'm way back in the back of the room for a minute or two, get done what I need to do, and then I move back in. Most people don't care about that. They, We saw it at the Doomfest. I mean, there was some of the best fucking bands and, and Descendants of Crime, some of the best bands you'll ever see, and there's people in the front row on their phones and... Yeah, that sucks. From the, I mean, you guys are all artists. So it just that pulls away that fucking energy. Yeah, and it's hard to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you when the set's over? Do you go talk to the person? You know, like do you give them the rules? Because then you're the gatekeeper. You're the fucking old dude. You get yeah. gray in your beard, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna listen to you, fucking old man. But you don't tell me how to party on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living my best life right now, even though I have no idea what the fuck's going on ahead of me. I could watch this video in three days, but I'm probably just going to delete it. <laughs> That's just the way it is, and it's you, you try to teach the, eh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Damn it, kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> and then yeah, and then that's and that and then that's how you feel because you're like, yeah, am I getting old because I'm getting bitchy about? fucking rock music and the way people listen to it and watch no, it. No, it's the kids who aren't right. <laughs> right. You know, I was the but, kids at one time. And But there was a time I, before I had kids, I took my wife to see the Smashing Pumpkins. And my God, it's like we were the only sane motherfuckers in there that were trying to sit down and watch the show and enjoy it. Yeah. Everybody else getting up doing shit with their phones and doing stupid shit. Not yeah. living in the movie. I, yeah, I could not understand. I had... I had an instant, I don't know what year it was, I think it was the first year of Descendants of Crime in Pittsburgh, same venue, and there was a band called Valkyrie, a pretty big underground band. I was stoked to see them, and they were the, the headliner of the Friday night, I believe, and I was there with Terry Johnson from Olathea. Oh, good dude, yeah, miss that guy. Tree, my buddy Tree. Oh, man. We were all there having a great time, and... I had it all set up. You know, I'd been moving. They have an upstairs stage and a downstairs stage. I went backwards on that. But, and we kept moving back no. and forth. Audio equipment. Nobody was listening. Yeah, that's right. Nobody, <laughs> that. Nobody, that. You guys Nobody can hear that. Yeah. So I kept moving the equipment up and down, up and down. Well, that was last show of the night, so I got everything all set up, and I'm, I'm, I want to get my best stuff. Because each, each thing you record each night, it gets better and better. You know, you, you figure out the little pockets of sound and all this. Okay, well, I want to be this way. Well, if the lead singer is going to be right here, I need to move to the left so the drummer can be seen. Shit like that. It's all things you think about. And I got it all set perfect. And the lead singer, he bent down just before the show. He goes, hey, if uh, you're going to be recording the whole time, could you like move it off to the side and shit? We just want people that, that really going to feel it to be right here. I was so offended. I was, I was really like, yeah, cool. And I, 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 I was 
jovial with him. I'm like, yeah, cool, fine. So I just put everything up and shut it down. And I talked to a couple of friends, and they were like, well, that was a fucking dick move on their part. And I, and I really felt it was a dick move on their part. I look at it differently now. That was four or five years ago. I really get what he was saying now. Because a lot of times, I've seen other videographers there, and they're there to sell their product, whatever they're doing. They're, they're not there because they're a fan of the band. I was a fan of the band. Yeah. And I let myself not be a fan of the band afterwards for a while until I really dissected this over and over. Like, I get what he's saying. He doesn't want to do just standing there, you know, straight, you know, hands to the side or in his pockets watching, which that wouldn't be me, but he didn't know that. Yeah. And he just saw a guy with a fucking camera and a tripod right in the front where the, the premium seat is, where I should have a dude, you know, with fists in the air, head banging. He didn't know who I was on that, and, that, and that's fine because he, how would he? And I look at it differently. It's something that's just changed over time. I was really pissed at the dude at first. I'm like, fuck Valkyrie, I'm never going to listen to that person, again. Billy Idol? He was the drummer at the time. Wow. <laughs> but he wanted Mo, 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 so they, they kicked him out of the band. That's terrible. But now, at this point, <laughs> you got your ace in the hole. You're like, oh, do you know Wild Wild? Wild Wild. Wild. <laughs> you can't talk shit to a kid, bro. Hey, do you know who I am? I'm Wild Wild's dad. I'm Wild Wild's dad. I made him. That's right. At least that's what my wife tells me. So, <laughs> I've seen him. Uh, we're we're going to go with him. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen yeah. that kid. Yeah. We'll I go can't with. disagree. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna do a Chris Crude piss break. All right. Oh no. What are we gonna talk about for? I don't know. Cause that's the thing. That's a, that's why I enjoy having Jeremy minutes. on. Is because I don't have to do my job. <laughs> I don't have to lead the conversation anywhere near. You as just well. have to so, steer it. Yep. Just, just steer, steer it. it. Let yeah. him go. Let him go. That's a good guess, though, right? <laughs> it is. Somebody comes in and just talks about stuff. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> I don't know. It's turned into the Chris the, party while everybody's gone. Everybody uh, being, everybody uh, uh, being, uh, <laughs> sound like Ozzy. <laughs> Fuck Sharon. <laughs> it was my Speaking of which, Black Sabbath, Valley Ford. Valley Ford, yes. And I got echo, Ruby the echo, Hatchet echo, on the echo. TV. And I, I keep getting distracted. distracted. And and I notice you're like, holy so like, oh, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did that on purpose, no, we, yeah. I think. He turned that <laughs> no. on. He just thought of you when you put that on, too. Not only do they sound great, <laughs> <laughs> looks nice, too. So I guess what? whenever Chris and I never really, although I guess if you listen to podcasts, you kind of know what him and I've been doing during COVID, but he's just been, Chris has been getting very annoyed with me because he's waiting for me to. Actually, get some sort of band going again with yeah. him. So we are working on it at this point. We were kind of at the. Hey, point. what's this wee shit? Okay, fine. Oh, I'll go find another drummer. You can find some other we, indecisive fat guy to. We means <laughs> somebody more than me is ready. That's what we means. Yeah. Well, we were at the point where we were trying to figure out whether or not. Because after COVID, well, everybody had shit going on, and Josh was out of the band, so. Josh is still at this point out of the band. He can't. He just doesn't have the time. Until my tragedy? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I wouldn't say Sacred Cows is done, but we're definitely on a going to be on a long hiatus for a while. I want to see some more warehouse shows, man. Um, that was fun. I'm not like I said. We're not saying we're done, but it's for now. Because for me, it doesn't seem right because we we toyed with bringing other people in the band. And the three of us fit really good. And until you can find that dynamic person, because even you kind of will work well with the band. 
So at, for those pointing at home, I, I was pointing at that little guy. So I had to keep my head straight down and not listen to your lyrics because I would start laughing and forget everything I'm supposed to do. So I had to really fucking concentrate. What is hard to concentrate while Fuck that. Who wants to concentrate while they're jamming? Yeah. That is, that is the, and the one that got me... The ballad was, of our time. Yeah, it was Macho Man. And I still... You know, I, I, I just have to oh, yeah. straight down. Yeah, because he starts the going... Tiffany top? Yeah. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the cream of the crop. That's what yeah. makes Dan Destroyer <laughs> Dan Destroyer. Yep. And that's why I had to look straight down. <laughs> because People's, if I looked and listened, I'd mess up. People say no fucks given all the time. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's that was Dan when I met him in like oh four. I mean just seriously, I am who I am, I like what I like, and if yep. it's not cool, eat a dick. Yep. <laughs> that, that's what makes yep. Dan fun to talk to and hang around with. I, I would, if I had talent, I'd love to be in a band with you. I mean, I, but I would probably have the same. How do you keep a straight face with these right, things? Right, right. <laughs> and how do you not mess up playing fun songs that you're laughing, having a great time right. doing? At a warehouse yeah. in front of a bunch yeah. of skaters. <laughs> yeah. Because that was pretty much one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> that was a blast. Skaters are a great group, though, man. Yeah. Oh, well, They're so loyal. Absolutely. Yeah. And we had this venue that's not too far from here between here and Toledo that it's an old barn that on the second yeah. floor there's the, the half pipe and then a quarter a couple quarter pipe yeah. right? and, and then a little stage what's and that place called is that the, the uh, warehouse it's it's called the warehouse, the warehouse. yeah, yeah. alright yeah. Yeah. Right. I think you're gonna talk about it. yeah it's a great little place no heat no no, yeah, no, no, no air conditioning no shout out, shout out to Andy yep. yeah shout out yeah. to Andy Avina yeah. and, and if it rains there's buckets yep yeah because the dojo still hasn't got a roof as far as I know no I don't think it has yeah it's... but man uh, punk lives in that building that's for damn sure that's awesome I, I've never been a, a punk guy but god it, I've had some of the best times in my life in that building just great people there's people from all there's Chinese, black, white, didn't matter. Everybody was, everybody got along. I've never seen a fight there. No. For all the amount of people in that building, everybody just got it. Because, yeah, because you you have to be cool. We're just here to have fun. (laughs) You don't even know about this place if you're not cool. That's that's honestly true. No, I have heard of it. I've just never been there. It's it's crazy cool. And it's, you won't know about it until like the Tuesday before the Wednesday night show. Yeah, right. just if you're cool enough, you'll be there Wednesday. But you know, yeah, just to show up and, and it it'll be, be good. In October, it may be in November. You may need mittens, but yeah. there'll be, there'll <laughs> need be some shows on that little tiny stage. It's that's one of the great things, man. And you had first told me about it years and years ago. I'm mm-hmm. like, how how is there a venue that I don't know about in our area? And I got there, and I'm like, it's not a venue, but. It is a venue, but it's it's a barn, and you have to walk upstairs. What's it? Holy fuck! Was... There's a half pipe on the second floor. <laughs> this barn, this dude just dropped the fuck in, and he's like six. And then Andy's walking across playing Johnny Cash and two strings on a guitar. Yeah, yeah. Andy's a whole different story. Andy is a that's a whole other podcast. Huh? All right, all right. Yeah, take her easy. All right, little guy. Thanks. We will see you guys. Later. Fun having you on again. I'm a Jewish mother. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I, I, I miss, hey, talking miss to you already. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I miss <laughs> you already. <laughs> I really miss guys, talking to you. you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't fall down the stairs and lose your lose your oh shoes my. or your socks. Oh my God, these are steep. They are steep. Make sure you get home and then soak your bunions. <laughs> yeah. Your bunions are really bad. I, oh, I can see them oh, sticking through your shoes. Oh.
Claude, come to my rescue. Paul Stanley. <laughs> Paul Stanley, help me. Baby Jesus, Paul Not Stanley. Not you, Gene. Get the fuck. Gene, Gene wants to charge you for them stairs. <laughs> and Paul will just get some of the money. <laughs> Love you, dude. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. Warehouse, yeah. Warehouse has always been one of those places you got to kind of know somebody to get in the door. Yeah, you, you kind of do. And that's I think that's part of the reason why it's always been why there's never really any fights because there's always, if someone sees, more than once I've had to step up, yeah. I could see something was getting ready to go down. I step up and I'm like, hey, everyone just, yeah, you go to that side of the room for a while, just chill out, sit down, you're drinking too much. Well, everybody was was throwing beer cans in the five gallon pickle buckets. Yeah. And then I saw the guy on the skateboard come through the center of there and grab one of them and just dump them all over himself. And I thought, this guy's getting a little too fucked up. And then I realized that was Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he owns it. He can do what he wants. I remember yesterday he was like, some dude just destroyed a table. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, it was Andy. It's his table. It's- he suplexed himself onto the table from a skateboard. Well, yeah, I've known Andy a lot of years. He is definitely an individual. He's one of those guys you. Uh, you probably either love him, or you just don't get him. That's because you can't hate him. No. Yeah, but you cannot get him. Yeah. And so I, I think I fall on the on the earlier. I, I definitely I get him, man. I. You're lucky if you know him. Yeah. It's the best thing I can say. And I love the fact that he still he keeps that place going. I mean. It's, yeah. I mean it's, it's uh, shambles a, a part. I mean he's never been able to get enough donations for the roof. It's definitely in disarray in areas, but. The important part is the important pieces are, are kept together. Yeah. Kept together with love. And duct tape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you're a punk fan, that is some of the. With Desiring Dead, Dead Flesh. Flesh. Oh, I know. They come through that. Oh, you guys know DDF? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh they've they done the best shows there. They yeah. started yeah. LARP. I've never seen LARPing before. Live action role play. <laughs> never seen it before until I saw their first. They start busting out the foam solos. Oh, yeah. and, the, and the teddy bears because on the mace chain. It's chains. a dad and a, and a daughter and a son, right? Yeah. Well, not that anymore, was. yeah. Not anymore? No. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. His daughter's married. and Leather. Company, yeah, he still tours. Uh, yeah. Mar- Fuck, she was like young, dude. We're all, yeah, it's been oh, that many God. years. Yeah. yeah, he was actually on the extreme tour. I brought him through Toledo once, and then he came and stayed with me once. Really, yeah, yeah, he's good. We're Facebook friends, Brian, Brian. Yeah, yeah, Brian. I haven't heard from him in years, but yeah, he's, he's doing leather now. Yeah, no but so, he, so that way he still has a reason to be on the, on the tour around. Yeah. Such an interesting guy, man. Yeah. And the fact that he was doing it with his kids out of an Astro van, I know they were leaving. Wayne, Ohio, and going somewhere in fucking Texas. Yeah, yeah. And at, at some point, they were crossing into Mexico, and something happened at the border. Yeah, I remember something about that. I don't remember. Yeah, but I remember. Yeah, I do remember. In an Astro van, like an '85, yeah. with a 2.2 Iron Duke in it, or something. Yeah, so you're gonna yeah. trust. He's had his kids with him on the road forever, dude. They've and they've been part of the band. Yeah, that was the coolest yeah. thing. It's like, oops, sorry, I keep busting around the camp, but uh, it's like, man, these guys just. They put a band together with the kids. Yeah. How awesome is that? It's a dream. I mean, yeah. as, a, as a musical parent, you know, be able to... His son was the drummer when he was like seven or eight or something like I that. I remember the bass drum was like really small in diameter, like 14 or 14 inch, but it was super long. Yeah. I just, from video, I remember when he put it together, I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, you never know what they're going to pull out with for gear. <laughs> I think shit. she, Travel I think Raven kit. was even running... 
through a bass amp at one point too to where she was playing guitar but like mm-hmm. running a signal through a bass amp or something but yeah that was a great yeah, family she's man. often married now huh? she was a I think so yeah, baby yeah. When they were playing she was definitely a young teen great family though yeah good people uh, yeah he was I, I talked to him outside and he was he was a fucking great dude man you can talk to that dude for hours man and I did <laughs> yeah and it's not hard he'll he, yeah he's a great yeah, great I, conversation when I met him I'm like okay but this is hard to get a word at edgewise now I know how everybody else feels around me <laughs> he out talked to you yeah we were back like, there's people standing around that were standing for a while and they finally got bored and just walked away <laughs> like they wanted to interject but we didn't even let them so yeah you got a lot to say man you, you, you've been yeah. around a bit and uh, yeah he's got some great stories yeah yeah I've, I've seen nothing compared to what that guy's seen yeah I, I basically covered everything from Chicago to they well, stopped for COVID, now. and then he got a new truck, and they're working on it now and putting it together. And he's got a little workshop right in his truck and everything, dude. It's really cool. Hmm. Yeah. It does leather now, huh? Yeah. So he's still on the tour. Yeah, because honestly, I thought if I had another Ork, It's called Orcs Leather or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. If I do some sort of metal band, I'm like, I'm getting... I'm getting a brace of some sort. Yeah, some like bracers with like the big spikes. I mean, he'll do whatever you want yeah. too. That's the cool thing. Yeah. I'll have to look him up. Cod piece. That's oh my god. A studded cod piece on this fat old dude. Man, you <laughs> better hurry up. When's the wasp concert? That's coming September. up. Oh. September. Oh, we got plenty of time, Brian. We know you listen to the podcast, so we're just going to tell you. Heads up. Get, I need a cod piece with spikes. Spikes bigger than my junk, so anything inch and a half or larger, if you carry in stock. If not, two inches will make me look like a god. <laughs> yeah, talking about the the wasps show, wasp show at uh, Detroit. Um, we talked a little bit outside in between sets of uh, Harpo's. Harpo's has definitely took a turn for the better. And a yeah. lot of times with venues especially, pre or post-COVID, you can't say that. But Roosevelt has, I don't know how much money, honestly, he's sunk into it. I, I don't want to venture to guess, but that place is more top-notch now than it was in the 80s. He is just really, bands actually want to go in the green room now. I've heard that, that you're not going to catch dysentery or chlamydia or what, what's a good 1800s disease. It was bad back in the early 2000s. Yeah. When the old Living Dead and the, our makeup electronic boys played there. Yeah. Yeah, I had always heard that in 2002 we were there. I was in the audience for the Black Label Society video that was shot overhead and and uh, they wouldn't go in the green room because the, the carpet was just fucking gross. <laughs> American Sharks, they played there with Why is it crunchy when I walk over it? <laughs> Wait, carpet? We didn't have carpet in there. It might not have been carpet. It might it, just have been... Green algae yeah. or something. Yeah, we always thought it was green carpet. Um, I know in 14... Hence the name green room. That's where it came that's from. That's where it came from, right? 14 or 15, American Sharks were on tour with Guar, and uh, they played there in... Will, the guitar player at the time, he had had back back issues, and he just wanted to lay down flat when they got out of the van. Yeah. And so he went in the green room, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I'll just deal with my back." On the carpet. Nope. That was before Roosevelt had it. And this is going to be a, a punk off podcast. You heard it first. American Sharks have been kind of gone for three or four years now, and Rocky Moon texted me the other day asking how everything was, and it's been since my birthday since we had talked um and they have a new guitar player and are looking to do some touring again so got some 
metal punk sleaze rock coming through this way again, and hopefully they'll be staying here, and well, maybe we could fucking do an episode or so with those guys here. Oh, that's a whole other podcast there, See? man. Just <laughs> the people think, that come and yeah. stay here? Oh, that'd be great. But I think every time somebody stays, we should... You might have to advance into the video world on that yeah. one a little bit and get a YouTube channel or something. I thought about putting something. cameras up today because I've got they're all ready to go. But I'm like, eh, should I? Should I, I thought I might have brought one. Uh, I almost brought my huge green screen. I got a wall sized. Yeah, green well, maybe screen. this leads into something and, different, uh, huh? See, something now you're more. You're a better editor, editor with you know that stuff. And uh, you know how to use a green screen? Uh, I know nothing, so. Well, during I, during live video, like Zoom meetings and things like that, but I haven't successfully integrated it with already recorded video. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's room for learning. Just because I, I want something to, to come out of this. I'd, I'd like to go a little... I, I'm not done with this. Yeah, look like we yeah. could be on the patios of Gay Perry in front of the having our podcast. You mean by gay like happy and free <laughs> then yeah I am I, gay. I am super gay. I'm so gay. Um, but that, that news came to me this week so that, that was exciting for me. Uh, American Don't you got some shows you've been putting together too? Um, definitely going to work on uh, the viaduct here. We're not talking about that yet. Did I spill the beans on that? No, too? it's fine because okay. I, you you can't over promote, and it yeah. seems like I've over promoted my ass off my entire life. And sometimes it works, sometimes yeah. you don't. But you can never over promote. You if you let them hear it, we don't have a date or anything. Initially, it was going down. Black Road wanted to come to Wheeling and play with uh, Brimstone. But uh, the date didn't work out in September, so I, and the deal with them was that just it's, for them, it's eight hours to Wheeling from Joliet, where they're from, and this is kind of the midway point, you know, it's five hours from them, depending on which, if you're coming or going, because of the the timeline, but Wheeling, I'm three and a half hours, and those guys, Brimstone Coven has stayed here in this house a half dozen to a dozen times, but have them come up here so it's you know four hours for them four-ish five-ish for them everybody stay here we have a big cookout because i like to do the the brothers the brotherhood fellowship the fellowship yeah that's that's the fun part yeah and then we go do the show so a saturday show would work for both of them so we're working on dates with both of them and i have no question i want to do it at the viaduct and tiffin Uh, it's uh, tony smith has really shown me that there, there's a metal crowd around here that I'm unaware of because I'm traveling everywhere all the time yeah. and honestly I travel so much because I couldn't find anything around here we tried to all, all of us we put shows on around here for sure yeah. I, I, I love Foster it's where I grew up at but the venue we were doing it at as wonderful as it was just is never going to be the answer it's no just, it, well, and it's, it's several it's good things. for music videos yeah it is good well, for yeah, yeah. It's, but it's got a reputation and then actually Matt Ehrman and I were talking about that when I ran into him the other night uh, Matt Ehrman uh, uh, he directed oh, our video okay, for yeah. Sacred Cows and uh, also does well he's in a band now uh, Se- Se- 7080 7080 if I remember correctly 7080 or 8070 this is terrible 7080 shout out to the 7080 or 8070 <laughs> whatever you are <laughs> we'll change so, the name even if it isn't we'll edit that out don't worry hmm. so but uh yeah, him and I were talking about it because he actually last night they just played out there too. They had right. the, they had their Fourth yeah. of July thing going on last night. And once the again, and the same. I went by. Yeah, there was same. Hardly anybody result. there when I went by. I, I don't know what it is with 
I can name a million different things. I know, and I, and I don't want to start getting petty about things, but you know, there's, there, the reputation seems to be, well, that place seems to just follow it like a ghost no matter what, yeah. no matter who owns it. Or and that sucks it. because it's such a great place. I know. It's yeah, such a great only, facility, man. The only way you're ever going to get good numbers is by overpaying a national act, somebody the, big, the, yeah. you know, non-point, pop evil, uh, trapped those bands that's the only way you ever get numbers in there or or you do the legacy high school band that everyone loved in high school you get to come through and do a the, show those the are the yeah those are huge trivia bands yes. oh we're not even gonna open that box are we trivia <laughs> bands that's a whole other show where the money's at we'll talk about trivia bands on the next episode <laughs> hopefully the show will die before the next episode <laughs> yeah I, so yeah we're i I've officially given up on said venue. Um, not, and this is different owners now. Different, and it's it, nothing it, against those people. That's it, yeah. It's the it's the building. It's it's cursed. I don't know, but <laughs> Tiff and I have definitely seen. This is my biggest fear is to have bands travel again and and come on my name. They're gonna get paid no matter so what. So let's yeah. let's do some local stuff then. Do do a couple smaller ones with some local bands. Test the waters. Dip your toes in the pool a little bit. See what happens. Yeah, because you put sometimes when you put a scaldo on it, people come. You know, people remember that motherfucker. Sometimes, sometimes people remember that little motherfucker. <clears throat> I miss those days. It just, I would like to do some more Toledo shows again, but it just, I don't know if I oversaturated at one time or not. I, I, I'm not. We really did a lot of shows. Yeah, uh, real, was, real fast. It blew up really I oversaturated quick. myself in Toledo a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the, the still a warrant for that one time out there. <laughs> That's Florida. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, yeah. Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seagull mace, son of a bitch. So yeah, there there are things on the rise for. Like, this is the most I've seen the page grow in. I don't know a, a couple of years. And not like it's went leaps and bounds, but at first it really shot up from like 500 to 2,500. It seemed like overnight and then a gradual growth and it kind of sits stagnant at 4,000 for a few years, but people were very active. And it doesn't matter if you have 4,000 and only three of them are, are active in it. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's just kind of false numbers. But there, there are always a good group of different people from different states that interact and countries for that matter. It's been kind of cool seeing that. I wish all 4,400 were inter- were interactive, but there's so much places for your attention on the oh, internet, yeah. man. It's, yeah. it's impossible to to have Porn that. hub. <laughs> right? I mean, I know that's where I give the majority of my time, but... So, the rejuvenation, I guess, the last couple of years since coming out of COVID, everything being healthy again, seeing bands out. People are hungry for just other people right now I agree and, with and that. it's like whatever you can do to go be out in the mm. world with other people people want to do it and how music like is part of that I mean how long did we go where people were just tired of look there's oh there's a metal show this weekend well guess what there's a metal show next weekend too there's a weekend after that and weekend after that it's it's oversaturation and then and then we had nothing for two years oh right? it was people so are starving right now we, we had to deal with it and yeah, being in Maryland, and not to keep bringing it up, but it, it was a pretty phenomenal show. There was people from San Diego. There were, and not just the bands that traveled everywhere for it, and the, but some of the bands flew in. They didn't ask for any reciprocation or anything. They just they wanted to be part of the show. But there were people from Nevada, from all over the West Coast, uh, Portland, 
and from as far as Maine on the north end and Florida, there were a lot of people from Florida, and of course the D.C. area was the majority of of people, and there were a few people from Ohio there, Wyatt and I, of course, but... <laughs> you count as a few? Yeah. <laughs> you and well, Wyatt. My size. No, I didn't mean by that, but you and Wyatt were a few. <laughs> well, there were other people from Columbus that were there, like, holy shit, I didn't expect to see you here. Um, met a lot of people for the first time that were just Facebook friends. Yeah, yeah but is, a lot of people from Ohio would have never even heard of that show if not for that page. That's true. That's true. And that's always been, I just wanted to be a bridge. Yeah. It's never, just, never did it for anything other than. Platform, the, yeah. Where's that confounded bridge? <laughs> a nice Led Zeppelin room. Um, burned that motherfucker a long time ago, <laughs> I thought. There was years ago, probably back in 16 or 17, I had shared some brimstone stuff and this guy that goes by King Hernandez he lives somewhere in, in Texas King James Hernandez he said dude I, it's it's awesome I live in I don't know Dallas or Houston or wherever somewhere in Texas and you're showing me bands that I dig so greatly from from Wheeling West Virginia and that I would have never found that band if it wasn't for this platform and that's really what kind of holy shit it, that's thousands of miles away and it kind of empowered me a little bit I guess to, to keep doing it and, and try to make it a little bit more and try to keep it interesting and that's always the trick is to put something on there that, that people will come back to and keep looking the are you kidding meme is the the stupid memes that I put on there every day that are some kind of music related <laughs> but that's the thing that keeps interest I yeah mean, I try yeah. to send you some every now and then yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I see one like some. I'm a, yeah, yeah I'm not even going to post this. Though. This one's right for Jeremy. I've got, like, I'm old, though. I'm, like, always a week behind everybody else. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the thing. Normally, one time I said it to That's you, okay, so it's Jeremy. <laughs> and I get that a lot. I get something like, okay, I haven't shared this yet, and it'll go on the list. And I seriously have probably 500 in my phone that are ready to go at any given moment. And then somebody will send this one, and it's got something to do R. Kelly or something new it's priority like, okay yeah. so then I whoever sent it to me which could be five six ten people I make sure to tag all of them in it and put the scaldo on it and all this and that but you know what I miss the segments you used to do on the on the page was the the road cruising with the the music doom buggy dash yeah oh, that's yeah, what it was yeah. those were good ones man yeah those were fun back in the day people watched them too I they still, got a lot of views they did and i haven't done it a and it was time. a good way for people to listen to other people's music i've actually got a better stereo in the truck now than i ever had and now i have editing capability where i can make it perfect right know? yeah but, exactly just get some footage of you driving around yeah. and put whatever song you want but to I'm it fuck i'm hardly ever in the truck anymore and I need to put the mount on the, on on the, the bike. bike to where it's facing forward because otherwise <laughs> you're just looking at me for miles we don't want that no what was the sense of that Oh, Dan, you're going to have to pause it. Nah, too bad. You're just going to have to go in. Oh, we no. built a restroom just for him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's close the door for you, flush. The old, prost- the old punk rock prostate. <laughs> yeah, I, I love doing it. And still, I would think it would have been dead over a couple of times by now, but something always keeps bringing me back in. And it's a good show. That's all it takes. It takes the show and then meeting the people. I enjoy that just as much as the show. Like the great Electric Quest when they played and they blew everybody's faces off. I kept hearing everybody talk about how great they were going to be. And the name rang a bell. I had heard it before, which, like I said, when I looked it up on Facebook, I had already liked it. I was friends with everybody in the band on Facebook. (laughs) 
Um, My bad. You know, and I may have heard a track here or there. Because normally, if I somebody says and sends me something to like, I'm going to go check the music out first. Because sometimes there's just shit that I ain't going to get behind, you know. And so I'm watching them, and it was so great. And then after it was done, I realized that the drummer that was, like, perusing with my kid was Mucho Drums. And, and Mucho is, like, the coolest dude. He's just a cool cat that's all about love and just fun and having a good time. And, and to see my, my youngest just grooving around a music festival with this dude after this killer event. And, you know, we, we talked for a little bit and share some info. Yeah, your kids are going to have some crazy-ass stories for their kids. <laughs> I'm sure there there's no other kids about at that. the school. I have that weird. So I was like, oh, yeah, a band stayed over at my dad's house. And we were, yeah, okay. Sure. Sure he did. Uh, that's already happened. It's happened a lot with him. And he's like, come over to the house. Dad's got all kinds of video. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not bullshit. Dad documents everything. <laughs> and like that, that show, Descendants of Crown, when um, Tom from Howling Giant... Yeah, Tom from Holland Giant. He gave this big entrance into Iron Flame, and it was so great, and it was medieval, and it was just perfect. And when it was all said and done, you know, you, you're talking to all these bands, and you just, you know, it kind of, it gives you power. I mean, they get power from the stage, and Andrew came out when I shared the video. I took that piece of the Howling Giant video and I added it to the Iron Flame video. And he said, thank you very much for being the documentarian that you are. And I'd never even heard the term before, really. I mean, I'd never really thought about it. And because everybody talked about it that night, he's like, man, thank you for the introduction so much. That was so great. And luckily the cameras were rolling, so it never got, it wasn't lost. You know, it was something that, what did he say exactly? Yeah. Well, we have it forever, you know. It was pretty great. I think I'll probably give you that clip so you can put it somewhere in the video. Okay. It was pretty pretty grand. And once again, that was a band from Memphis. The band before them was from Philly. And then you have a band from Wheeling. And then a band from San Diego. And you get to meet all these people for the arenas that I go to. Or if you go to the music festival for two or three days, it's normally about $20 a day to do it. And I mean, your motel cost is normally more than the. Yeah. It's. I, I don't know how old I'll be when I stop doing it, and I, I hope it doesn't happen. That's the thing about Gen X. We're kind of an odd generation as far as everyone before us and kids after us at this point. But. Because, yeah, I know more 50 year old guys that are still. Riffing away on guitar, or at least trying, like, damn, arthritis. We get bored easy. We were like, that is it. probably part of it. You know how many it. times I've gone back to the skate park with my kids, you know, <laughs> just to go try it again? Let me go try it again, just to make <laughs> sure. Yeah, I just ain't for me no more. I'm going to get fucking hurt. But yeah, we get bored, man, and just, we want to go do it. Well, because even we're the, the other last night, generation of doers, you know? The other night, Chris and I were assailed by someone we know, and actually, I think Jeremy might know. Well, we'll after we're done recording, we'll bring it up, but, uh, he would cornered Chris and I about like, man, I've been working on my riffs. I just turned fifty. I decided I need to fucking go for it. And he wants to jam with us. So he's an all right, dude. But I think he's in a really different spot where than where Chris and I are at as far as wanting to play. So I don't know. But but yeah, there seems like there's just a lot of that anymore. At least with guys that are older and you know my you know my dad. You know I, I don't. I remember my dad at fifty. He was not. 
not wanting to riff on a guitar anytime soon, that was for sure. <laughs> no offense to him, I mean, I love him to death, but yeah, that was, there was a lot of time spent in the Lazy Boy. And he wasn't working. And the days he didn't leave me to watch my sister so he could go out on the golf course or go out to the bars at night trying to bang some sluts because he just got divorced. <laughs> yeah, that's... I guess there is that in common with some of us. <laughs> yeah, my wife said I can't have sluts anymore. No more sluts. No more sluts. Then that's fine. I'm making it definitely. Well, I can honestly tell you. Know, you, know, you had my fill of those. Oh, this side of the bar is kind of nice. Sit over here. I feel like I should be just having a rag and just wiping <laughs> things out. What kind of good for you, Pop? You've had enough. <laughs> We've all had enough. You oh, this guy do well. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. Actually, he reached around and get that seven-inch album right there with the green on it. On the I thought he was going to say something else when he said, grab that seven-inch. <laughs> seven Dan wishes I was talking pull about out my seven inch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is one of the things that, that make... Doing all this and traveling everywhere, worth it. This a bland, uh, a bland, a band from, uh, I think they're from Salt Lake City called Bloodstar. Um, <clears throat> I bought this album just because I had saw them down at Satan's Den, which was a private party in yeah. Columbus. You know, Lathia had played there. That's what drew me there. And. They were killer. They started out with a wasp cover, <laughs> right off the bat. I'm, yeah, like, I'm sold. That scores points. And, and she's. She's not hard to look at. She's the lead vocalist, but everybody is just on point, man. Just killer. Well, they put this little uh, seven-inch forty-five together, and I bought it, and I had it for probably six months or so. And I'm sitting down here, got it on the record player, and going through, and I see your name pops out. You know, Scaldo, I see like from a mile away. I don't see my name pops out pop out as much as as that, but. I was in the thank yous, and I thought, how, how grand is that? And what I had done, I, of course, I recorded it. I shared two videos that I had edited together. And that, of all the videos I've done, I've had more people comment on the, those videos, say, hey, do you have any more from that set? Would you think of producing more from the set? You know, editing and filming them, and, or editing them and putting them on YouTube. And Yeah, of course. I, I've got, I think they did seven or eight songs, something like that, and, now with this new uh, software I've got, I'm, I'm pretty anticipatory to do something with that remaining vi video stuff. But my point to the whole deal was, you know, some people get it from seeing their name in lights and seeing my name on a, a vinyl. Now, I've been thanked on a couple other albums, Brimstone, of course, they thank me. You know, I'm on the cover of one of them, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that will be the one that sells three albums. Yeah. I'll buy all three, but, but shit like that. I mean, I wasn't personal friends with anybody in the band. I mean, I we through years of Facebook. Now we we know each other a little bit more than we did then. But that they took the time out just to put my name on on their album. It, that's that's all the pay. I mean, I I'd never done this for money. This has always been fun, and trying to get people like you and you and you to to hear what I like you're not going to like the things I like I mean we all definitely have definitely have so different musical tastes but if I can show you something that the biggest pay for me has always been dude that fucking mm. band and that is that is worth more than a fresh $50 bill to me just when somebody says holy hell man that, thank I've you I've so said much. that a couple times on that channel <laughs> it, <laughs> and I've got it from 
I've been everybody at, probably a few people yeah yeah definitely people thank you so much for that but I've been uh, talking to Dave Benzotti lately and he's a radio DJ out of the Baltimore area and he does a fun podcast it's Benzotti live but then 10 minutes after it's live it goes to podcast he's on Spreaker and Apple podcast and, and all these different ones but he it's like we're in tune he'll play a lot of underground stuff 90% is underground stuff that I'd never heard of which is it's getting harder for me to say that and a lot of it is east coast stuff because that's his, his moment. Yeah. i mean he that's where he's from and there's there's a thing about maryland doom if you're into the music i'm into which is doom maryland seems to be the birthplace right now it's that is where it's at from spiral grave to i don't know, pick any other costa casanova is another incredible fucking band from that area and you could go on another hundred of them they've really got the hot spot for it but he he has found his niche back in 13 I believe he started this Benzotti Live and started doing just kind of what I do but he has a, a bigger platform he's at a thousand fifty some episodes now and he will throw all this really cool unheard of music unless you're in our groove and then he'll throw in an obscure 1986 Megadeth track or you know, Testament or um, The Skull uh, a lot of Pentagram Pentagram oh, okay. from the area yeah. I mean he's good friends with, with Bobby and um, I've been friends with him for probably f- three or four years now but we really I've really turned on the show I don't know what got me to it one night but it was a podcast on my catch up list and started listening to it and like everything hit a spot for me that night so I listened to the next one and I listened to the next one and now I haven't list- I haven't missed any in probably six months and then I met him at the Doomfest and he's just a fantastic guy he, he's really very humble um, doesn't try to sugarcoat anything doesn't try to make himself sound bigger than he is you know honestly makes himself sound smaller than he is he doesn't realize what a following he has and he has an impeccable taste for music. Just mm-hmm. fan fucking tastic. And then to meet him, and to realize that he is just as genuine as he is on the air, was was pretty pretty great. And he was so great to my son. And um, so we're working on putting to, to some shows together in between Maryland and here. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about anything with with my name and his name linked. It, he's a great dude. So if anybody uh, has never heard of Benzotti Live, check it out. Easiest way to find it on is is on Spreaker, and it's like Speaker with an R. I don't know what Spreaker means, but <laughs> it's pretty easy to find. Uh, yeah, but he's on iHeartRadio. He's, he's definitely grown his, his Oh, he's on iHeartRadio. He's reached Punk Off Podcast level. Well, he's not <laughs> that much. Yeah, yeah, not easy like, now. Crazy. Easy. <laughs> Sorry, Dave Benzotti. You're not as big as Punk Off yet. Someday. With, with our I, had, I had to drop that with I discovered Punk off Bengati. When I discovered one day, Benzotti? I'm like Benzotti, not Bengati. He's not uh, a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> one day I was going through iHeartRadio. I'm like, what? When the hell did Punk Off Podcast get on iHeartRadio? Yeah. It's like, when's where's my when's my check coming? But yeah, that's sadly. Oh, we sent you a seven set check yeah. uh, two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I will. I, I don't know how many other there are, and I don't. I don't know if there are any other. But I have listened to every one of your episodes. So I mean, I'm on like ten of them. But <laughs> that's what started. <laughs> that it. is the true. First episode. First episode you guys invited me to. I started listening to it, and then I went back and I've, I've listened to every. I can't hear at any rate without hashtagging it. It doesn't matter <laughs> at the grocery store. It's 
And I, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Going back, I guess, is a little bit touching. I guess we'll probably wrap things up here in a minute, but. COVID really kind of hit us because we were starting to get big plans to have more bands start coming to Parts Unknown. Then COVID happened, uh, full-time resident and moved into Parts Unknown, but him and I will still do it in the in the deep, dank dungeon of, of Parts Unknown. Uh, like I said, eventually we'll want to start getting bands on again, uh, yeah. figuring that out. But and that, that's what's worse, though, is I bought, I, we're still using this. I have way nicer equipment that I bought for the podcast. Okay. I bought a Zoom uh, Live Track 8. Oh, damn. Which is something yes. we would have loved to have had when we Years were out ago, at the yeah. other venue, yeah. So, but this still works, although it is getting oddly tacky on the outside of the cake. I don't want to, mm, I don't know what Zoom crude? used. What did you do, but crude? it is every time I pick it up now, I'm like, eh. So, eventually, <laughs> eventually we'll, we I will... I just wanted to record myself masturbating so I could play it back and have something to listen to while I was masturbating. And it was like the inception. Inception of, of masturbating. masturbating. That's been on every album you've ever recorded. Why do you need it again? He <laughs> went in stereo. You, you don't need seven free birds, man. That's <laughs> oh, so. So, gross. so one day, yeah, we will have a podcast where we have actual. We'll use actual microphones <laughs> and headsets, probably. But, but this thing has worked well for over the years, and it's easy. Like I said, I just throw it in a Sometimes bag. Sometimes this is nicer though, too, because now well, you forget what you're doing. Exactly. And you just you're sitting around, and you're just shooting shit. That's always kind that's of been a huge selling point because a lot of people are like, you know, like no, really? speak into the microphone. <laughs> you gotta speak into the microphone. Because people kind of forget it's there after speak a while. The it's, it's just a natural conversation. So yeah. except for when he does bullshit like that, then but I come to expect you it. listen to me that's now. His, that's his job. So, microphone. As much as because I sit there talk to people and they're like, oh, I love it when he starts giving you shit. And I'm like, yeah, I know that's his job. Then they love the entire episode. Yes. every episode. It's <laughs> pretty much giving you shit the entire time. I always enjoy listening to it just to see how frazzled you'll get, and you, you pretty much come right out of it. Like you're you're right I'm, in the middle of your thought. It's yeah. and me. I would have been like, oh God, shut the fuck up. What was I talking about? But you're like Tokyo Drift. Okay. He drifts he, right into it. Yeah. But comes right out. I just. Shows how long you guys have been together. You guys are an old married couple. That, yeah, that was weird. When, uh, actually, and actually, you knew what? Well, you knew actually the person's involved. When him and I was working midnights, I don't Did you ever hear this story? I think we might have told this once or twice. The, the beginnings of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. I don't know if Dave's heard it or not. Yeah, so I haven't heard it. We'll, we'll retell it once. So, yeah. uh, Chris and I were on the same shift where uh, we worked at that point, and him and I were, we, we were on midnights at that point, weren't we? Yeah. Didn't so, really know each other, but... A little bit. We were getting to know each other a little bit more. And I, I kind of decided at that point I kind of wanted to do a podcast. And it was one of those things I wanted to try. But I kind of also knew, I'm like, I kind of want a second person so there's a good back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that way it kind of just expands things you talk about and everything else. So after a while, like I said, him and I have been working together. And him and I were going back and forth, poking at one another about fucking, I don't know, who knows what. Your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and so our co-worker, Renee... Well, yeah. God rest her soul. Yeah, God rest her soul. She's like, oh my fucking God, you two sound like a fucking married couple. I'm like, ding. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm like, yep, there's my partner. So I approached him about it, and yeah. So, been, so what year was that? 2016? So it was just before we started doing our shit, right? Yeah, we hadn't been running real long before you guys kind of ran with it. Yeah. I mean, I think we may have had a couple episodes in. I think him and I did a couple. You guys are 76 now, right? 
This is 76 yeah. episode? Yeah. 76, uh, 77, this is actually be 78, I guess, with part two. Yeah, I think I seriously have been on 10 episodes. Yeah, you have. Like well, and every time I had a game show, I'm like, let's bring Shindorf on. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll get Sam Potts, we'll get Shindorf, Brad Lindis will show up. Uh, and he was he was on time today. He was like five <laughs> minutes late, which is way on time. Time. Oh, yeah, I know. I remember the All the Monday night shows of oh, doing this. Oh. God, we'd get there at eight. Yeah, after and a while, you and I were just like, yeah, we we're just we going. Start. We just go in. He'd show up at nine thirty, like hour and a half into the show. Oh, yeah, God love him, but yeah, but he always gave good content. So yeah, it was like, what can you say, man? And he had some good stories. He had a good story about um, him and a hot chick getting a picture by Phil Anselmo, and Phil yes. Anselmo actually cut him out of the picture for <laughs> the hot chick. So that he hates Phil. He fucking hates him. <laughs> He's trying to sell me every Pantera album he had that night. <laughs> He's great. like, fuck Phil. Speaking of which, I saw Phil on Hellfest for Down. Have you guys seen him recently? No. He's almost unrecognizable. Really? Yeah, he's getting the, well, getting the middle-aged bloat really bad and just... Yeah, it's not until... I was like, who's that getting on stage? Then once he opened his mouth... Yeah. Well, you know, oh. Anyone on Hellfest? I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Phil. Jesus, I don't know. It was him with Down. Phil. Yeah. No shit. Man, see, that's the stuff that bugs me so bad. And it happens to all of us. I mean, I'm not 20 yeah. years old anymore, but like the, the first one I could bring up, a friend of mine, Britt Williams, and I went up to see, had free tickets to go see ACDC at Field, Ford Field <laughs> 10 years Jesus. ago. And they got the huge Titantrons on each side of the stage. And we're far enough back, you can't hardly see them. Yeah. They have these big monstrosities up they're, there. They're tiny men anyhow. I don't but... want to see liver spots on my heroes. You know, and that was like... <laughs> and, uh, Angus is into a lead. Oh, and it was just... I mean, they'd zoom in and these liver spots on his arms. I need to go. I don't feel good here. I really didn't. <laughs> And then we backed up further, and as the show was going on, they, I don't know, For Whom the Bell Tolls or Hell's Bells or something Hell's came bell. on, yeah. and, the, and the bell comes out, you know, and so they gong the bell, and I'm looking around at all these people, and I have definitely loved ACDC in my younger days, I mean, the Bon Scott era especially, yeah. Yeah. just absolutely, probably one of my favorite all-time bands, so I'm looking around, and I see these people that are older than me, and... It's like the first time I'd ever heard it. Because I remember that feeling first time I ever heard it and thought, this is the greatest music ever. At 13 years old yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 13 and it, years like, old. It's running through, it's coursing through your veins and you're seeing it out in this crowd and like, I wish I could still feel that. How are you fuckers still feeling that? I don't feel it anymore, you know. And now, seeing them look the way they do and it's no fault of theirs. It's just, those are your heroes. You you think of them and you think of you and your youth. And now I'm looking up at liver spots and bald heads well we're kind of programmed differently too there are some people that when they see that again they immediately get transported back to when they're 17 mm. so especially since a lot of them they really never move past well that's the trick right there a, a lot of people never listen to anything after high school and i'm not one of them yeah. there's no way there's so much there was a dead there was a, a long dead period for me that it, all i had was radio to tell me what was all right oof yeah Oh, that's that's a terrible. That's way rough. To go. Yeah, but that's what's about up to ninety-two. I can't remember the last time I had a radio on. Oh, well, the radio is so profound. It, it, we were. I listen to satellite radio, but that's you can set your clock to fucking came, IOT came, what time yeah. it play <laughs> ACDC Thunderstruck or something. Oh, what's that one's uh, gonna be coming on in five minutes? I like yeah. First, first wave, all the eighties uh, synthesizer and. 
Okay, I think you we, know, can, we can all agree. English music and stuff like that. We can all agree as far as the rock and roll goes. Kid. Stairway to Heaven's one of the ballad greatest songs. I mean, written, composed, everything. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Freebird, not half bad. I mean, it, it's pretty great in its own right if you're looking at its genre. Yeah. By God, how many times can you hear it in your life? I know how great those songs are, and I don't hate the bands for yeah. it. it. How is it their fault? It's not their fault. It's radio rotation that has ruined it, which takes yeah. me back to Benzotti Live. He is uh, like his rule is we're not. There's nothing in heavy rotation here. He loves Black Road right now. Since we've introduced them to him, he loves them. He's like, I almost want to break my rules. I want to play them on every show, but I won't do it. I can't do it. There's no heavy rotation, and that's what makes his show so much beyond what everybody else is that I've seen because you get caught in that same fucking rut. It, yeah. Everybody goes back to the safeties. But turn on IOT, as much as I grew up loving IOT, it's the same fucking songs that IOT was playing when, when we were I, kids. Years ago. <laughs> Seriously, you're going to play anything from the wall then <laughs> over and over. And Speaking of the wall, next Friday night, oh, Village right. Idiot. I don't know where this is going. The Polka Floyd. Polka Floyd. Oh, Polka Floyd. it's a shame. I have to work. Huh. <laughs> Polka Floyd, though. Serious. I also would go watch that. Well, this is the same guy that was doing the Weird Al show, though, too, right? So. <laughs> Word. Word. I guess I guess that accordion themes. Maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> I was talking about other people having a problem with accordions. Maybe it's me. Oh, I don't swear I don't know that. But just the radio, please. Yeah, radio yeah. is... Do you have any more beer in there? <laughs> That's where I was going. Is that your last one? No. Oh, well, hand him over. He's got a bottomless just rotation. That's why we love Chris Cruz. Uh, well, hey, yeah, I guess we'll go through. Hey. No, I'm, I'm good. Good. Okay. Uh, go through plugs. You got anything else? We'll, if you haven't already witnessed it, go back through the uh, NWO Metal Militia on YouTube. Um, yeah, I've rejuvenated the YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Um, started editing again with its new software. <laughs> I have a background singer now, and I appreciate. She's not as pretty as she sounds, but, but she's fuckable. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't prison fuckable. But. I've rejuvenated the, the YouTube channel, so go ahead and subscribe if you haven't. Uh, we we finally got over two hundred subscribers with this last five or six videos we put together from Descendants of Crom. I'm in the middle of doing all kinds of editing for the multitudes of bands at Doomfest and the, the show in Dayton, which I I have to cry about a little bit. Uh, I ran out of, of uh, memory on the cards after the first band in mm. Dayton, so I went into my tech bag and I found a couple of 64 gig cards and I looked, and I thought, hey, they're empty. I put them in. It looked like I had five and some odd hours of recording. So I put them in and hit record and walked away and thought it was doing its thing. But it appears they were full um, of five hours and some odd minutes. <laughs> of. So that was um, the video, actually, was all from the 2019 tour with Black Road going through Ohio, Pennsylvania, and uh, New York and Connecticut. So when I went to get the um, download everything in the computer two nights ago, looking for this new footage from Dayton, Ohio, of Black Road, there there was none. So that's definitely gonna uh, mm. Mike Mike Jones is definitely gonna be hurting when he hears that. But 
and I apologize, I have no video from that show other than the first three songs of Bourbon Train. So I guess all I can say to you is we're going to have them here in Tiffin, Ohio, so your ass better make it to the show. Um, I don't know when it's going to be, but um, it'll you'll know months before it happens. <laughs> and if that show goes well, I'll bring many more. And maybe bands of the caliber, Ruby the Hatchet, Electric Citizen, um, far larger, far smaller, but depends on what you like. I, I can bring it from a lot of places, but you got to show up. That's it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you for coming on board. Start your engines. Thank you for calling me a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun, man. Good time. It's been good seeing everybody yeah. all this time. Yeah, this is overdue. Like I said, I've been wanting to do this for a while anyhow, and I was like, yeah, I need to make it happen. So, Yeah, we should uh, definitely get bands to stay here and stuff, maybe come set up a mic and set up a camera and yeah. do a little... Uh, well, we've been toying with the idea of doing an actual Punk Off Podcast YouTube channel. Maybe eventually. i got to learn how to edit again. That'll be get the... Get green screen out. Yeah. We'll be using a green screen, yeah. Like I said, we'll be coming from... <laughs> do uh, a the cross Tantooine or... Oh, from Tatooine. Yes. The cantina. The cantina. Your droid's got to wait outside. We don't like your kind. (laughs) He doesn't like your kind. He doesn't like you either. (laughs) God, we're all such nerds. (laughs) That's what's great. Couldn't couldn't go an episode without Star Wars reference at some point. Almost made it. So close. So close. We didn't even talk about any wrestling. No, we didn't. Him and I will have to cover that on another episode. LPW had their big uh, fight for Fremont. Well, you might be able to get three episodes out of what we did today. So yeah, you guys be good for a while. Possibly, yeah. LPW had their big fight for Fremont last uh, Saturday night. I missed it. I was at work. And if now, I was in a fight for Fremont, I might lose on purpose. It depends on who you are, man. Maybe you came from Detroit. Yeah. Illyria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the man wrestling would be a whole other episode. Right. right. <laughs> LTW, LPW is pretty great. I wish you guys would go with us one of these times. Uh, yeah, I need to start going they, shows again. They do it at the Strand in Fremont. Yeah. And they have the setup. I've, I've went to other lower tier stuff. Monroe Mall did all that, and that was fun. But that was in a mall, so everything yeah. was just fluorescent lighting. Yeah. But you go in there and you feel like you're in an arena, but a very small arena, 100. And on the other end of the mall, there's even a Tiffany video. Right. Well, you mix it together, a couple suplexes, and it's all sexual. <laughs> but this one, they've got the lights set up, they've got cameras everywhere, they've got the Titan, all the Titan drones. Yeah. The TV. But, TVs. I mean, it, but it, it, it's cool. I mean, they, they come, finishing move is a sexual suplex. <laughs> that, still, may be, that may be one of the episode still waiting names now. Sexual suplex. And seagull tasers. Or see, what was it? Seagull mace. Seagull mace. That's what it was. Fuck. <laughs> That's the next Sacred Cows album. Yeah. And speaking of which, I guess we never did finish that. Now, God, I need to wrap this up. But uh, we are planning at some point, if we can get back in the studio, to at least do a discography with about two covers and two new songs. So... You that's where that free bird and uh, yeah nah. Led Zeppelin cover that or? is the thing I got miss I I got I really miss going over to the lab working on shit but the lab is full right now and I pit I, yeah Josh has just got his hands full so it does it yeah. so I've got my own recording stuff which him and I will probably eventually set up in parts unknown probably I've got my own I got I got drum mics so <laughs> we need more than drum mics though but so yeah, yeah he's I working a mixing board with he's 
he's like I said, he's tolerating me because I, I get I, unfortunately I get new ideas for a band idea about every three weeks. So and because I'll like listen to shit like Booback and I'll be like, oh, we need to do that. We need to do something like that. Fucking so and then I'll hear something else and he's like, just fucking pick something. Yeah. It's we're all like that. Man. Yeah. I'm squirrel everywhere. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was saying I'm here. My, my big thing is riding back from a, an epic show. And, and I've got all the adjectives and the vocabulary is flowing. Like I'm at the foot of this mountain in West Virginia, and all this music is coming out astoundingly great. And I get home, and it's like, I saw bands. She was awesome. <laughs> they were good. They were yeah. good. But you, cause they were really, really good. Once again, it's the vibes you're getting at the time. You're rolling through this fucking highway on, the, on two two wheels and just it's in your face and you got music playing the earbuds or whatever and it hits you and it's like oh I felt that feeling I had last night then I get home and it's like da chop a chewy chop I got nothing and I start writing and it's like hmm I'm really bad at this part of it I guess this if you got a recorder you on your phone your just pull off real quick lay it in or yeah. save it and then at least you got something to work off of later Something. so but every minute you're off the road there's 60 you know there's, yeah, there's a mile you're fucking losing so true. I'm always making time on the way home cuz I'm having a great time on the way there while I'm there and then on the way back it's like fuck I got to work tomorrow yeah <laughs> yeah I want to get home I want my bed my shower all right. Well, yeah, we'll wrap this up. Thank you guys once again. Oh, shit. We're Everyone for listening, especially if you've hung on this long. It's two episodes. That was our Ohio goodbye version, so we're going to let everybody go this time. show him Chinese boxing. Yeah, Chinese boxing. Yeah. Hmm.